I got you a hat. I got Philip Ray a hat. Got you both hats. The game? Yes. <laughs> All right. Wow. I just did that live. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's a Go Juice Extravaganza. And if you can't tell, we're fucking up already. Are we really um, hoping for boys and girls? I mean, you say that all the time, but... I know. I, I don't even know if there is a lady or a gentleman that listens or watches this show, but just in case. And possibly a boy or a girl, you know? He just wants to be all-inclusive. Yes, all-inclusive. Like and if sandals. you have both, you know, there's that too. Like Sandals, Jamaica. Yes. All-inclusive. Um, so <laughs> extravaganza. Myself, <laughs> Philip. And we got TJ. Hello. You kind of sound like like a record. You sound like you're on a you're on a brim full of Asher on the forty five. Oh, okay. And then there's Raymond. How's it going? And really far away to me. And really far away to you. I don't know why I'm really. You don't far sound away. really far away. You just sound like a, a popping hissing record. I'm like right up on top of the mic. Maybe that's the problem. I, I don't know. Put it in your mouth. Yeah. Put it in your mouth, <laughs> man. <laughs> that's really oh, far away that's definitely oh, i had to close the door there so maybe it could oh my god you didn't have the door closed no because why do we do this room, man jesus and my wife she's we got stars again and like i'm promoting stars so she's like i have to watch power so she's binge watching power for the next two months i won't see her <laughs> anyway um I edited, I edited myself in Discord for your wife. By the way, oh yeah, yes. How how nice is that? Pretty yeah. nice for me to do. <laughs> I don't do that for anyone. You know, I'm your friend. When I don't say something to your wife, <laughs> sure, you censor yourself. I will admit there are times, and not often, I censor myself around your wife as well. Good, so, good. You know, I don't blow out everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I feel better. I twist myself around both of your wives. All Do you? <laughs> yeah. I would love to know something you wanted to say but didn't. <laughs> Anything yeah. ever. The next time you do that, write it down. I want to know <laughs> what it was. You don't have to tell her. I won't ever tell her. I promise. Uh, no. But yeah, I want to know what it is. The thing is, it's probably something stupid, you know. Well, I mean, that's fine. I'm like overly yeah. sensitive. <laughs> um, so everybody had a great holiday. Everybody had fun. They ate their respective foods. They they had good times. Nope. No, <laughs> you got sick. Um, TJ, you ate food. I ate a shit ton of food. I've, I haven't stopped eating. Actually, oh, said I okay. think I'm gonna. This winter is going to be like the roundening for me, I think, because I haven't stopped eating since Thanksgiving. And it, it's been more, it's like it just, okay, so I was pretty hungry before Thanksgiving, right? Like, we, I own my own business. Lex has been working two jobs. We got two kids and a mother-in-law. There's some nights, maybe, the kids eat and we don't. So I'm hungry. I was I was real hungry before Thanksgiving and I was really looking forward to Thanksgiving. And so when Thanksgiving hit, there was a, a bunch of fucking food. And I ate a lot. And I didn't give a shit about the kids or my wife or our, my <laughs> mother-in-law. 
I just ate. I didn't consider them. That they, they, they didn't enter in my head as I ate turkey leg after turkey leg. <laughs> as long and, but, as you got yours, did you have? Yeah, well, you know, a couple. Um, <laughs> then I had to make up for Philip not having one. So <laughs> Thanksgiving came and went, but I was still hungry. So like bologna sandwiches at midnight and uh, chicken tenders. Uh, all the time, and like, just, all the time. Bags of chips. Shit, I really should not be eating, but I am eating. Okay. Um, I mean, we uh we we decided based off of this year that we are going to have a Thanksgiving free for all for our respective dinners. Whatever we want, since it's just the three of us, since there's no family members anywhere in sight, just the three of us. Uh, we're going to eat whatever we want on Thanksgiving from here on out. So the prime rib really worked out great. Oh, Julian, I had no problem with prime rib. Julian spaghetti and meatballs. That boy was so freaking happy. <laughs> uh, you know, and uh, yeah, that was it. And we enjoyed our time together. That was it. Raymond, you were in Tennessee and you were super sick. thirsty. And it's super sick. sick. In bed. Oh, all the way through Thanksgiving. Just lovely. That just sounds great. You know, uh, I feel bad. For it you, was my birth- brother-in-law's birthday, too. Missed that. That's sad. You no, know, everybody was mad at me. So next year, you're not going to... Bear dog. God damn, dude. So it, next was a, year. it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> was this you're Sasha? Not, yeah. I'm not going anywhere next year. You're not allowed to travel, right? Every time you travel, it doesn't work out, actually. Here recently, anytime you go anywhere or do anything, it turns out bad. Like, the car trip, wasn't there something bad that happened? When they moved. When they moved to Arizona, the car blew up. Yeah. Yeah. And here recently, you know, to to Tennessee, that went all bad. And when did you move? Like, what did you do before Tennessee? Where where was the last place you went before Tennessee? He was just in Virginia, right? Um... I think Andrew. Yeah, no, to see you for your wedding. For the wedding, and I got married. So that's <laughs> the only bad thing that happened at your wedding is like I'm trying to officiate and it's freezing, freaking cold freezing and blowing, and <laughs> yeah. the waves are rolling over the the dock, and my nose is running like a racehorse. You did such a good job, though, dude. I think you should do it professionally. Uh, oh I, I was, God. based off of the weather situation during your wedding, DJ, I thought we were summoning a demon from the deep. <laughs> you guys getting married? We were releasing the Kraken. That was part yeah. of the ritual. It's part of the ritual. The runes are scraped underneath the dock, you know. But if you perform this particular ritual. <laughs> um. I'm sorry you had a bad time, man. Did you? I mean, you I mean, it wasn't stuff. like I wasn't upset or anything about it. I mean, you were sick, laying in the bed. You didn't even eat pie. Yeah, your dog, your dog bit another dog. This is not a good trip. Yeah, and then like you had to leave the comfort of the desert. So I know you were freezing <laughs> the entire time. That's probably why it, it was pretty cold. It was pretty cold. I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm like embarrassed about it because <laughs> I'm from the east. I'm, hey, I like the snow. Look, I, don't he, think I can handle it now. He left Arizona in short and got to Tennessee. I was like, oh, shit. It's oh, my crazy. God. 
Here's the trippy thing. On the night before, um, because of the heart monitor and everything, the risk of passing out, I can't. I'm not allowed to drive. Right? Oh, damn. So, uh, the night before, I didn't sleep. Just getting things ready on like the last few minute things. And um, I took my sleep medication and uh, some, no, no, I'm not sleeping. I took some Benadryl because I, apparently I had a allergic reaction to the adhesive in the uh, patch, the, the heart monitor patch, and uh, was out, right? Okay. So I woke up. I mean, I went to sleep. We left Arizona, like you said, in shorts, comfortable, nice. I woke up in like the middle of Texas, freezing. <laughs> like like it was an so instant cool. shock for me. <laughs> That's probably why you got sick. It was just a probably, probably right. You're a hundred percent probably right. I remember leaving Indiana in the middle of winter and hitting Maryland and. Almost like, yeah, and I was like practically passed out getting off of a Greyhound bus because it was just so much difference between what I was used to. I remember that too. <laughs> um, all right, so let's get down some topics, guys. I mean, now that we've completely just now, small talks for the first yeah. 15 minutes of the show. Drink your juice. We're done. <laughs> yeah, we you want to talk about you want to talk about Fallout at all? It actually is a news story. I mean, it, we could talk about it. People are talking about. I mean, it. we can talk about it if you like. Um, I don't understand where the flack is coming from with the game. Everybody's oh, complaining about it. <laughs> I having do having a, a shit time about it, and I've enjoyed most of the time that I've been in the game and most of the experience of the game. Um. I, yeah, there's been bugs. There's a couple of bugs that I've experienced, but it wasn't game breaking and it wasn't like to this point of, oh my God, I can't believe this bullshit. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's another it's another mindset. You really have to go into it with a different mindset than Fallout, though, because what Fallout 3, what Fallout series taught me in general is pick shit up as soon as you can. Um, right. In the vault, I'm picking shit up. Like I, I tin cans, battered clipboards, those are my jams. You got a pencil? Give me that shit. You got a you got a goddamn a, a coffee cup? Yep. I want all twelve of those on your counter. Give me that dirty ashtray. I want that carton of cigarettes. All that shit. Give it to me. <laughs> and every other fallout previously to this has taught you that's exactly what you're supposed to do. Take that shit, take it home. You're gonna need it later. And that's not the case with this one. Uh, they're, they're beyond the inventory, but beyond the inventory issue, and the inventory issue is a big one. I, there was a point where I was full on everywhere. I was full. I, I my my stash was full. My personal inventory was full. And when I say my personal inventory was full, I mean I was a hundred units over where I should be walking out of the walking out of the base. Like yeah. I haven't picked up shit yet. I'm still a hundred units over it. Um, my my stash was full, so I was like, well, maybe they're telling me I really need to be working on my base. So I built my base up to fucking full, and everything's still full. I still – what I ended up having to do was like eating all of my perishable foods and basically throwing away a shit ton because – okay, so 
<laughs> you can take a you can take a, a scrap piece like a, a desk fan. You can break that desk fan down into its individual parts, screws and, and springs and metal. Uh, you could sell the desk fan if it was still a desk fan, but you can't sell the individual parts. You can't sell the screws and shit. Right. Right. So I had to just throw that shit on the ground. I had to eat up all my perishable. I had to throw away all of my alcohol, and I had to get rid of all my chems. I had to throw away a bunch of guns that I like. I like collecting guns. Fallout. That's what. That's one of my. I want to have one of every of every fucking weapon. I want one of every weapon. I want one of every outfit. And they're not letting me do that. I had to throw away a bunch of outfits. I had to throw away a bunch of guns. Eventually, I did get myself down. To where I can go and move around again and collect more shit and bring more shit back. I did. Uh, now the magic number for my scrap is 75. If anything gets to 75, anything above 75, I'm throwing away. Which is uh, crazy to me. It makes me weep because of all the other Fallout games I've played. But that's the way you have to play. It's not, it's not the standard Fallout. There's no, there is some story to it. Uh, there's nowhere near as much story as Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 3, or Fallout 4. But I think, the just, I think the difference there is that those games were one-player games. Absolutely. They had to create something in order for you to um, be more yeah, involved but, in it. But, but now, when Fallout came out, when it, when it, it was revolutionary in that it changed, uh, it changed gaming because it, it, the choices you made really did make a difference in the game and how the game was played and so on and so forth. So like they were revolutionary when it came out. And I, they've been holding off on online for so long. They haven't done an online game like this one. I mean, the kid, but Bethesda did Rust, but that was so many years ago and nothing like Fallout. So they waited on it and they waited on it. I, I wish they had, if, if this was what they could have, they could have come up with something else and, and, and included the story. I know they could have found some way to, to make it work. Um, but anyway, that's not there, but. The parts of Fallout, I, I played Fallout New... I'm going way too long with this. Parts of New Vegas I liked was the story. Parts of 4 I liked was just wandering around and making guns and collecting shit. It, it is fun. A lot of fun. I can wander around. I can collect shit. I can build guns. I can make ammo. There's, there's a lot of good shit in it. Uh, you got to get your head right for the inventory. Uh, there are some... Like my fucking base keeps disappearing every other time I log in. I've got to replace that if it'll let me replace it. Uh, there is some lag issues. It's not as much as I thought I was going to see, but like, yeah, you'll be standing there and nobody will be in front of you. And then there's a super mutant there that does happen. It's, it's happened more times than it should. Um, little glitches like that, but the inventory thing is, and it's people who have come from fought, which the only people who are buying the game are huge fallout fans because it's got so much negative press. So a huge fallout fan goes into fallout 76 and it's going to disappoint them because they're going to play it like it's a Fallout game, and it really isn't. It's it's a different variation of Fallout, in my opinion. And I know Ray, you've only played so much of it, right? Yeah, this new one, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like, probably don't have a whole lot of input on what's going on with the game, but I mean, I find myself I've explored a huge chunk of the map, and I've enjoyed just walking around. West Virginia blowing shit up, you know? Um, I feel like people are in rush to, I mean, obviously people are in rush. Don't get me wrong, because that's just the nature of gamers, especially those that are out there in the streaming world and whatnot. It's like rush to the end game, get to the end game. 
and I feel like they've ignored some of the stuff in between that has make that's make the game good in my opinion. Um, I've like I said, I've enjoyed walking around and seeing the sights in West Virginia and. You know. Yeah, those parts are in there. Those those that really cool thing of wandering around a place that is actually there that's now destroyed. It's a yeah. it's a vision of a post-apocalyptic world with actual structures that you could go and see today. The lure is insane and there is some of that in there. You, you can yeah. read terminals and find out what what happened between Bobby Joe and and Ricky Sue and their Yeah, listen romance. to some of the little hollows. Sure, all that's in there. Uh, there's some, uh, it's, 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 it's a fallout setting for sure. It's an excellent fallout setting. But it's not the fallout one player experience. It definitely isn't. And I think and that's who's buying it. And that's and why I think the people, I would think that because it's not that one player experience, I think they were relying on the people to make fallout 76 more than what it is versus creating a game that already, you know what I mean? Like, they were hoping that the user experience was going to be enough, and apparently it's not. It's, right. It's, you know, or the group. Well, experience. it just seems like they didn't think about things. Like, it seems like they didn't plan. Like, this was in beta for a while. I know that they played it themselves before that. By level 20, I'm fucking full, full, full. And they nobody <laughs> nobody said anything about that. Like nobody thought this was. And their answer to that, which was two weeks later, by the way, it's a week. It's week from now still when we're recording this. Is they're going to increase the stash by two hundred? Well, great. So that gives these people who don't understand what's going on uh, a, a a brief window of maybe two days to go fill up their shit again. That's you can't just unless unless shit in your stash becomes weightless. Just increasing that number is not going to help. It's just going to—it's a band-aid. It's—it's put plugging your finger in the hole. It's—it's it's not going to fix the people. People have to realize those resources come back, and they come back pretty fucking quick. I can go to the overseer's stash, which is the first place you go. There's always duct tape. It doesn't matter. I can yeah. always get duct tape from that place if I'm in a pinch. And so I don't really need hundreds and hundreds of pieces of and adhesive. That's what I was going to go with. Like I feel when my approach to it is I don't collect everything like that unless I'm looking for something specifically. Okay. Only yeah. because, um, only because it it responds so easily. You can find it anytime. Yeah. So you know I really don't stress over finding things. If I need gears, I just go for a walk. You know, and I got a general idea where I need to be to find some gears. You know now. I didn't know that fans created gears until you told me. And then I was like, oh, okay, cool. I, I, now that I know that, I know what I'm looking for. You know, but. Uh, and I, you know, you can mark in your inventory a gear and it will yeah. mark, show you. But yeah, we've talked way too much about Fallout. That was a lot of minutes about <laughs> Fallout. Well, Phil, did you play Fallout 4? Yeah, yeah, I did. I, and I, I had to it. make him. I had to make him. He hated it at first. He said the aiming was bad. Uh yeah, it was obnoxious at first, and then I had like generally no idea where I was going and things like that. So it took me a bit to get into it. It wasn't until I got here and I didn't have internet for like uh, until they got around to connecting the internet that I played it and got really into it. So that being said, it's good. I enjoy it. So that's that's on me for right now. We'll I'll come back to it. We'll discuss it again some other time and see where we're at on Fallout. Um, hit some news topics. Uh, yeah. You guys, oh my god, this topic 
I feel like we're going to be stuck on this for a while. Like I have a bunch of topics. But I feel like we're going to be stuck on this one with significant amount of time. Um, so you, you know, in the Christian faith or have you, the, the idea is that you go out and convert other people to join the Christian faith. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You, see, you see those Muslims over there. You say, "Hey, why don't you join Christianity?" All that jazz. Yes, Save as many people as you can. Right? Yes. So there is a young gentleman. Uh, this happened last week by the name of John Allen Chow. He is a missionary uh, who felt it was great to go on a mission to to save the world and bring Christianity to the world. All right. Well, there is a particular island off of the coast of India that is protected by the Indian government and the indigenous people. Yeah, there's indigenous people that live there that have no contact with the outside world. All right. And um, again, with the Indian government, they're protected. They, they, there's like, you know, like we protect the bald eagle. They protect those people. Uh, Um, (laughs) <laughs> this particular gentleman thought he's hunting be, them. No, thought it would be a great fucking idea to try to go there and convert these people into Christianity. Okay, um, things went really bad for him. They killed him. Hey. <laughs> yes, they killed him, and now the Christian organization uh, wants the Indian government to pursue murder charges on this tribe mm. out on this island. That's a shame. So they want the Indian government to charge an entire tribe of people for the murder of a person. Yes. That shouldn't have been there in the first place. That's right. Yes. That's the main point right there. So there's a couple of things about this. Let me tell you the whole thing about this. Um, you have details? Yeah, I have. I have some you have details? Right? Yeah, for, for once, I have details. <laughs> so this isn't his first attempt at trying to get over there. He has tried three other times before to get over there. And apparently he got into, the, in, into India on um, a visitor's visa. What is it? Uh, a tourist visa. All right. And while he was out and about on his tourist visa, he found he could sneak off and go to this island. And again, this island is kind of like in the U.S. where you have an Indian reservation. That's it's a reservation in that sense. So the Indian government doesn't even have control over what happens on that island. They just protect it. All right. So if anything happens on that island, it happens on the island. They're not going to get fucking involved. Um. Apparently, like I said, he had tried three times before to get over there and had gotten, and the people told him not to fucking come there and try to get over there. Wait, they and, told him first, don't come here? Yes. Oh my God. All right. And then the Indian government's like, don't, don't fucking come here. go there because you're bringing disease and germs <laughs> over there Fuck and him. you'll fucking kill those people. You know what I'm saying? So. In my in my opinion, it was self defense. You're bringing in germs and whatnot into my population after we've repeatedly told you to get the fuck out of here. It's fucking trespassing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fuck self defense. <laughs> it's fucking trespassing. We've told you three times, don't come here. You're here. 
you're I'm I can do whatever the fuck I want. You know, and he knew that going there was illegal. He he knew that was the situation. And now again, this kid, the uh this religious group, um they're pursuing they're 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 hounding India to press murder charges on these people <laughs> as if uh, they're bound by American law in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> right. Totally. Totally. <laughs> like, we have to listen to anything you fucking say. You fucking gotta say. Right. So, it turn, Indian government has opened a case just for the sake of opening a case, but they're fucking not gonna do anything about it. You know what I mean? They're like, we fucking don't need to stay pretend. out of there. And, and, if, and in the words of TJ, TJ's uh, father, they could have left well enough alone. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. kid would be still alive. <laughs> um, it, it's pretty crazy. Why? I mean, like, I get it. You have strong faith, you know, and you want to go out there and spread your faith and whatnot. But when does no become no? And this is you're like, leave us the fuck alone. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing with Christians. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's the thing with. I was just say all religions. Yeah, general, I was gonna, yeah, you're right. All major you're right. religions, there but Christianity is. Here you go, religious people, yeah. <laughs> and and this is the simplest way I can say it. You do something. You always pray, God, do this for me. God, help me with this. Right. This guy went over there. They said, "No, please don't come here." He went over there again. They said, no, please don't come here. He went over there again and they killed him. Maybe God was trying to tell you the first two times, no, don't go don't over there. Don't go over there. Leave mm-hmm. these people alone. They're just fine. <laughs> yeah. They don't need you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can get to them if I want to get to them, partner. It's not your <laughs> It's not your job. You're yeah. good. Why don't you stick, to Minis- you stick to Minnesota? I'll <laughs> I'll handle it in India. Okay, <laughs> man. Yeah. Like, I don't uh, get the the, gru- the rude and aggressive nature of people trying to spread their religion. Is, is that what your God really teaches? What, yeah. Whoever you believe in, is that what your God teaches? Is it correct for you to be rude to promote your religion? Now, I wish I had my religion? phone on me because I had a, a, a quote from him off of his Facebook page uh, that apparently said something to the effect of that this island was the last pocket of Satan's work on in, Oh my in god. Earth, and it was his job to bring them wow. Christianity or some shit like that. I, I wish I had my phone with me. I don't have it on me. Uh, but yeah. He really thought highly of himself <laughs> in that regard. And again, like these people, they don't want anything to do with the world. You know what I mean? And you going over there, you're making, even if you, they all said yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, bring us Jesus. You're bringing in your germs, your diseases, and your, you know what I'm saying? Into an area that has been uh, protected for years. It's the same thing, like giving the Native Americans co- uh, covers covered in polio. You know, it's you're gonna kill these people just going over there and breathing on them. Uh, anyway, so yeah, the China, the Indian government. I said Chinese. The Indian government's like, 
whatever, fuck you. We're not doing yeah. anything to do this. And at all. Nothing and, at all and is going to happen. And I feel like, in my opinion, yeah, fucking absolutely right. We told you. Keep your ass from out Multiple times we told you. <laughs> yeah. Multiple times we told you, do not go. And you know what? Send somebody else. Go ahead. Why don't you send send some more? That's what we'd like you to do now, is send more people. Yes. <laughs> and here's the crazy part about it. Here's the, the last temper about it. It says here uh, that the police did, in fact, open a murder investigation, as it's a mere formality considering the severity of the circumstances. However, the local police are unsure they will be able to retrieve the body because that will require illegally invading a sovereign island. Oh, well, there you go. Probably so can't even like, do that. So just like, you know, like here in the U.S. and Indian Reservation, they can't fucking go on that land without that uh, land telling them it's okay to come over there. Plus, the dude's probably ate it by now. <laughs> I don't know. He's probably in the ocean floating around, you know? Who knows? I'm saying they, I'm saying they ate him. They I, ate doubt, him. I they doubt they waste any part of the settler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there you go. There you stay go. Your, stay in your fucking lane, people. We said that before. We we tell you, don't go anywhere. <laughs> go juice extravaganza. Any advice from the go juice extravaganza. That's right. Stay in your stay, fucking lane. <laughs> stay the fuck home. Don't go anywhere. And definitely don't bring your hamster. Because Philip, <laughs> Philip will drown it in an airport sand. <laughs> um, in other news, I actually thought this was kind of fucking funny. Uh, this popped up on Twitter and it's kind of being uh, is, is getting more popular as it comes along. Um, so online sex workers, uh, Instagram girls and stuff like that, right? They all have these like premium Instagram services where if you, you pay for it, uh, they can have one-on-ones with you to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, uh, to have the online sex chats and pictures and shit uh-huh. well <laughs> these guys have been screenshotting and reporting them to the irs nice <laughs> really <laughs> yes uh it popped up the this twitter instagram girl got audited by the IRS or is getting audited by the irs because somebody turned her in about her instagram premium and of course, the internet being the internet now is doing more and more to these ladies. Are, or I imagine more than just ladies uh, out there who are in this field and reporting them to the IRS. <laughs> um, That's sad. Those people have really hard lives. I, I talked to a lot of them um, through um, a depression chat on um, Twitter. Really? And, uh, yeah, yeah. And man, the things that they can tell you about what people do to them and expect of them and demand of them is just insane. Feel bad for those those people. I I I do and I don't in that aspect of you're in a certain position and you kind of made it advertise it in a way that this is what is okay. And you're making decent money on it. And there's you know what I'm saying? And in my opinion, <laughs> I find that all of I feel like you we've all talked about it in my opinion on prostitution. It should be legal in my opinion. 
you know, and if that's the way you're going to go with it, that's where you're going to go with it. And you set the ground rules on that situation where these people that come in and they're like, talk all kinds of craziness, you know, again, that's where your pimp comes in and he handles those fuckers, you know? Um, now, whether it be a choice or something like that, you know, that's where I would have a problem. Like if they were being forced to do this, like, yeah, I would say, no, that's horrible. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, the problem is like, um, okay, you, uh, you worked at Wyndham, right? Sure. If somebody came in and told you that you have to give them a free night because they want to check out your hotel before they buy. I, and they, they're demanding it. They're, they are not backing down. You're, you're not going to be happy about that, right? I mean, you're right. going to be upset. You don't, you know, nobody gets to tell you what to do with your property. These people, sure. they, these ladies and gentlemen too, um, have people telling them what they can and cannot do with their bodies, like with their, uh, saying things like, you have to send me a video first before I pay. Well, <laughs> if she sends you a video first, then why would you pay? To- exactly. So, exactly. I mean, that's, and I understand where you're coming with it. Like, I, I absolutely do. And unfortunately, in that business, you're going to deal with a lot of shady fucking shit. But you can't, you can create a filter for that. You can have somebody handle that so that you're you're not the person directly dealing with that. Like in a lot of these major streams, not even talking about sex streams and stuff like that, there's somebody that's working the switchboard. You know what I'm saying? There's somebody that's right. working the chat and they filter out the jackasses to allow the experience to keep flowing. You know, just like at a strip club, there's a bouncer. But unfortunately, a lot of these people go at it by their own routes and don't have that filter in the middle, and they get to see the really bad shit of the internet, which is fucking horrific. And I get it. Don't get me wrong. I get it. There's the horrible, horrible people out there. This but sounds like waitressing to me. Like, huh? This sounds like waitressing to me. Like, I, oh, yeah, I, it's I, waitressing, is, it, waitressing is just as bad. I mean, like, I mean, just don't work there. Like you, you don't want, you want, I'm not going to depend on the kindness of strangers to pay to feed my children ever. Like that's just not, I tips or fuck you. I, I'm not working for that. So I'm not going to work as a waitress. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't do that job. So if you don't want to see the worst of the internet, stop showing your pussy lips on the internet. That is true too. I don't know. I mean, like I, I get it. I, I do. I, and when Ray, you talk about depression and stuff like that and with these people and things like that, you know, I totally get it. And it's all fucking jobs are like that, to be honest. <laughs> um, you don't even have to take your clothes off. I've been working at some of these jobs fucking drive me crazy uh, to the point of insanity. But, you know, ah, you, there, like TJ says, there's got to be a level of Responsibility, responsibility on their end. Yeah. yeah, personal responsibility on your end. And I you, understand. You know, circumstances become circumstances. Life becomes life. But there's, I just don't, I cannot believe that someone could sit with a straight face and tell me that the only job they could get or have or are qualified to do is take their clothes off on YouTube. 
You know, it's not YouTube. You're not allowed to be naked on YouTube, but you, you're <laughs> on the internet. There's, sure. there's no, there's no, there's no way that's true. And you, and to expect respect out of people on the internet is, is you're, that's insane. I don't so. expect respect. <laughs> I don't show my pussy lips to anybody. Like, so yeah, no, you're not going to be respected. You need two names. You need two whole people. One of them is real, and the other one is an act that you put on and then take off an hour later and then go take a shower and wash your boot, butthole. Yeah. I mean, I, it takes a certain, it is. Yeah, it takes a certain kind of person. It does. Yeah, I, I'm not making I'm not making any slights to anybody's real depressions or anything like that. Don't get me wrong. Um, I've been in. We are no. Uh, strangers to depression and things like that, uh, but yeah, at some junction you gotta take it, dude. If you if you have an issue, and, and I'm not I'm not man, I don't mean to. Be, I'm, I'm sure you have friends, Ray, that you've heard their story, and I don't know shit about shit, so I'm talking out of my ass, and you're probably making you mad, but I don't no. mean to. But like, uh, I forget where I was going. The 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 people <laughs> take off their clothes. <laughs> I forget what I was gonna say. God damn it! <laughs> Fucking pot. All right. <laughs> what What did you say, Phil? What was the last thing you said? Oh, that you know, depression is real. I get it. I understand. Oh yeah, that's you it. Know, Thank you. Know, you. Uh, if 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 you are a depressed person, do not get into the sex industry. Yeah. Because that's not where you belong at all. You need to go far away from that. That's if you are influenceable by the people around you, a fucking sleazy ass producer or anyone running a porn site phil <laughs> you should be far away from them like don't don't hang that's not for you you need to find somewhere safe to be not somewhere completely risky dangerous and just not that's not you need to get that's step one if you are depressed get out of the sex sex industry that's not going to help you my steak is gone by the way <laughs> your stake is gone well not my stake my, my stake in that business was gone <laughs> oh you're no longer a porn site owner no <laughs> awesome I mean um, it was, it's fine I got I, I didn't think any less of you for being a porn site owner maybe even a little more even like I had a little more respect for you well now because you weren't on it showing your pussy lips like you know what I mean like you were the top of that you were the top of that pyramid was, uh, a huge mark for overweight black guys Pussy lips. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, so let's go to something happier. Oh my God. Because that was going deep. In other oh, news, um, this happened at a Philly, and this is interesting. I like this. Pay less. You know, it's a marketing stunt that they did um, to point out. The shallowness of we Americans. So Payless opens a fake luxury store in downtown Philly and sells its customers twenty dollars shoes for sixty six hundred dollars. <laughs> um, they had a whole bunch. They they fancied up the place. They put their standard Payless shoes out on display and put six hundred dollar price tags on them. And people came in and were like, hell yeah, like, let's get some of these high-end shoes and shit like that. Had an exclusive party and had people come in 
They said they sold about $3,000 worth of shoes within hours of the store opening. Wow. They were selling them for $200 and $600. They said that typically these Payless shoes run up to 40 bucks. <laughs> wow. Uh, um, they uh, parted the marketing stunt. They did let the customers know what they were purchasing afterwards um, and gave them their money back and gave them the shoes for free for their trouble. It just points out, you know, the shallowness of, you know, we Americans and our name brand. Like that needs to be pointed out. Like no one knows how (laughs) fucking shallow and, (laughs) you know, consumeristic. Is that a word? Uh, It could. It is now. It is now. Coin that. I just said it. Yes. So it's a fucking word. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that needs to be pointed out. I think everybody knows that that's the case. I don't think anybody's desperate to do anything about it. Does it suck? Yes. Is it going to continue? Yes. Why? Because there are so many stupid people. When will there be less stupid people? I don't fucking know. Probably never. So. It's a marketing ploy. I think it's a neat marketing ploy. Who gives a shit what, like, half of the celebrities on TMZ are doing? Like, oh, I I get... Mm. There's so many like shows reporting on what celebrities do on a daily basis. It's disgusting. Like I don't give a fuck. The only one I care to know what he's doing right now is Will Smith. And that's it. Like I, I don't give a shit about anybody else. I don't I don't even really care about Will Smith. I just say that because I, I think he's got a great life. He's the nice guy. I'm really jealous of Will Smith. <laughs> I wish I was Will Smith, basically. <laughs> Is what it boils down to. But other than that, fuck everybody else. I don't give a shit what Tom Brady had for breakfast. I don't give two fucks who Nicole Kidman is dating. I don't care who's getting divorced. I don't care what happens to the Brad Pitt, Angelina kids. I don't give a shit about any of that. But my mother-in-law eats it up. Like, she can't stop watching that fucking shit. I admit, like, I'm really wrapped up into this story about a rapper named Takechi69 right now. Only because I find it fucking hilarious and wow. like truly a comeuppance. Uh-huh. There's a there's a rapper out named MF Doom who does a song called Rap Snitches, and the whole song is about people rapping about shit they're doing in real life and telling on themselves. <laughs> All right, so then when they get charges on them, they're saying, you know, I told it on myself, like I'm the number one witness, and that's exactly what is happening to Takeshi Six Nine. He's got a Rico case against him. He is going to prison for 20 years because he couldn't keep his fucking mouth shut. And the crazy part is, is like everybody in the rap industry, like all the well-known people are telling him, you need to shut the fuck up. You're talking too much. Like he's, I'm sorry. I, I got distracted for a second. He was rapping about real shit in his raps and he got yes. stupid yes. ass. <laughs> and they and he's about to do and they denied him bail he's about to do 20 fucking years on a federal offense good you know and i think it's just hilarious so that's it the is. only thing i'm dealing I think with it's what he wanted <laughs> you think he wanted to go to jail yeah like i don't know some people maybe think that's yeah street cred or whatever for 20 years fuck <laughs> that noise hey. fuck that Fuck. You know what? He may. He could be kind of right on this, right? Because this particular rapper, he started. 
he started as an Instagram guy and a SoundCloud guy, and his big thing was that he was a big troll. He was always trolling fucking people, and it drew negative press is always press. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Right. And he was steady talking shit and all kinds of crazy things. He's got this really bizarre look to him. And maybe Raymond has some something right about it. He was trolling, but I don't think he realized how far he was going with it. And now it ended up that it's way maybe he thought he could buy his way out, like some stars do. Plenty of stars out there that buy them way out of buy their ways out of trouble, right? But this kid, they're throwing the fucking book at him. Federal Rico charges. That's your ass. You know what I'm saying? And I'm yeah, that's and, conspiracy. And that's, and that's me just looking at it. And that's the only thing in like the news that I'm following right now. Just because I think it's funny in terms of celebrating the news. Like I'm just laughing and I sing that song, Rap Snitches, telling all their business, stand up in court and be their old star witness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just love it. Anyway, on top of that, let's go to the next story. Um so I read this one this morning. Oh, of course. Guess where it's from? Florida. Florida news. Here we go. Florida man. One disguised in bull costume. Apparently tried to burn down ex-boyfriend's home with spaghetti sauce. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So... Two gentlemen, Derek Irving and John Silva, were arrested uh, after allegedly breaking into a home and stealing several items, including a flat screen television, a window AC unit, and a vacuum. Uh, The victim called 911 after being alerted by security cameras of motion being detected in the house. Um, Somebody said, the owner said that somebody had placed a towel over one of the security cameras so you couldn't see what was going on. When the deputies arrived, they saw a red SUV leaving the area and conducted a stop. Excuse me. They found the two men inside the vehicle, later identified as Irving and Silva, and they said that they were just picking up clothes from the house. Um, The men initially denied the burglary, but when authorities went to the home, they found a burning pot of ragu sauce and a washcloth near the stove's burner, which appeared to be in an effort to start a fire. Oh, I see, I see, I see, I see. He I see. Was, they were trying to make it look like yeah. the, the victim left the stove on. Yeah. <laughs> but they did it at 2 a.m. <laughs> right? Well, you know, it happens. You get up, you get hungry. <laughs> you like, he wants to make some I sauce. Want some, I want to spaghetti. Thanksgiving. Damn yeah. right. He's like, I Fucking want some spaghetti. But TJ is clearly not going to make spaghetti on Thanksgiving Day. Nope. Nowhere near Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's not even allowed in the house. But Thanksgiving Eve, he was like, I want some sketty. Yeah, it's all right <laughs> now. I can have it again. It's Tuesday it's, it's, it's again. I can have spaghetti. Uh, both men were charged with armed burglary, grand theft, and arson. Attempted arson. Uh, yeah, so, gentlemen, uh, a lot to talk about this. One is the full costume. Like, I, I, let me see this picture. I don't wish, I hope it's the full, like, Chick-fil-A bull costume. Oh, they don't show it. Damn it. I wish they did. I, could you imagine somebody, like, breaking into a house in the Chick-fil-A outfit, you know? 
It starts no. robbing you. No. <laughs> um, and trying to set up a murder. Like, you want to get rid of the evidence by burning the place down? It wasn't enough that you robbed the fucking guy, but you're going to burn his house down too? Like, Jesus, be a dick about it. Um, and, like, the whole idea to make spaghetti at night and leave the stove on with a... <laughs> I don't know. What'd you use? Was the washcloth like fire resistant? Was there water on the washcloth? Think this uh, through, you know? It just wasn't close with, enough, probably. You probably would have been better with paper towels, you know? If you're planning this, planning this uh, my suggestion would be paper towels. But I don't condone you burning down <laughs> people's houses. Thank you. Sounds, sounds like you do. Kind <laughs> of. Like you're giving instructions, right? On how to set a fire. Properly. In somebody's house with yeah. spaghetti. So that it looks like a mistake. <laughs> After you rob them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, in other news, this one's out of the UK. Uh, this is actually pretty interesting. A team of doctors have gotten together to put the minds of parents at ease. To tell parents to just chill the fuck out. And here's how they're doing it. They're swallowing Legos and cool. timing how long it takes for to the Legos them? to pass through their body. Huh, how? What's the average? Yes. Uh, I don't. I don't have the science so far. I'm just Damn saying. it! Oh, so it says. Sorry, take that back. It says it took the Lego uh, 1.1 to 1.7 days. Wow! To come out. So, um, who's swallowing the Legos? Doctors. Doctors. Okay, um, adult doctors, I, I imagine it's not like yes. Doogie Howser. Yeah, Doogie Howser's. They're adult <laughs> um, They're doing so, it to put the minds of parents at ease. Because, you know, kids swallow shit. Especially little kids, and they love to swallow fucking Legos. Not enough that you leave them in the carpet for us to step on. You want to swallow them, too. And they're trying to tell people, like, it's not that bad. Give it a couple of days and see if they shit it out. And then, you know, then come to us. I mean, in all honesty, um, my worry about that is the kid choking on it with their smaller throat. Sure. That the doctors yes. don't seem to be taken into consideration. But what they're taking into consideration is that if the child has made it down, you know what I'm saying? If it's actually in their bellies, parents, calm down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're not suggesting they swallow Legos, Raymond. No, they're just saying they're, if they do and they're not choking currently, you don't have to worry. It's going to be okay. And then the other thing is we, we totally what's going on going in, but a Lego could rip a child's, again, much smaller bowels out. That is true. <laughs> yeah, now, now, hear me out. They are talking about they do they do stress sizes. Like this is all of science. These these doctors are getting together and doing different experiments with it and things like that. They're experimenting so, on children? They're not saying no. <laughs> <laughs> they're not saying go eat the like floorboard of a Lego and try to put it down and your kid'll be totally cool. No, like or like the long rectangle pieces. But like if they ate a Lego head, they'll be fine. Uh, hey, the yeah. Lego two piece is fine, but 
bigger yeah, bigger might like, be a problem. Yeah, you're talking about a Lego six piece or eight piece, like that's gonna be that's gonna hurt a bit. Or uh you know, like I said, the head is fine, it'll come out. You know? Don't get the Lego bayonet and try to swallow that shit. <laughs> Uh, do me a favor and just teach your kids to swallow Lego. Yeah. Well, you know, we try, but kids are horrible, you know? They're fucking stupid, to be honest. They're like the, the dumbest things walking around on Earth. And they're completely dangerous. There's a great uh, YouTube vine that was out a while ago of this little kid. He comes running by the camera, and the uh, and the parent goes, what are you doing? Well, she goes, what do you have in your hand? The kid goes, a knife. <laughs> and the parents like, stop. <laughs> but that's kids. Like, they don't give a shit. <laughs> they just think they're invincible. And they don't care. They don't, they're stupid. Of course I'm running with a knife, mom. Why would you think I wouldn't be? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, in other news, South Korea, this is an interesting one, and I could see this happening any day this week happening. South Koreans are locking themselves to escape in prison to escape daily life. Wow. Jesus yeah, fucking I mean, Christ. Instead of fucking working, fuck this. I get three square meals a day. I'm I doubt sell. that. I uh, doubt they get three square meals a day. I mean, in South Korea. I, this oh, is in South, South Korea. Korea. Oh, yeah, I'm this sorry. is in North Korea. This is a Kim Jong. My bad. South Korea, and then probably the jail cells are probably bigger than most of the apartments there. You know. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're probably right. It says that this this office worker says the prison gives them a sense of freedom. Who gets paid ninety dollars to spend twenty four hours locked up in prison. Like he just pays the fine. He's like, eh, fuck it. I'm I'm cool with this. Like I can get my three squares. I'm sitting in this little space. Nobody's fucking bothering me. Totally cool. Leave me the fuck alone. Uh, the rules are strict, but you know, they get a uniform, they get a yoga mat, tea set, pen, and notebook. Sleep on the floor. There's a toilet inside the room. Get a little uniform. Chill the fuck out. So their menu includes steamed sweet potato. Banana shake for dinner and rice and porridge for breakfast. How, how's that sound? Just go hang out in solitary for a week. You know, come out and feel a lot better. Instead of going to work all the fucking time. Or listening to somebody gripe at you all the time. Nah, you know what? I'm going to prison today. Gotta be better than this bullshit. <laughs> what do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I mean, I would do that in Detroit. I, don't, I guess it could be similar in South Korea. Well, see, I don't know. I don't, I don't, in the U.S., I don't think I would do it. If it was in South Korea in prison, where it sounds kind of okay, like, okay. In U.S. prison, they want to rape you all the time. I don't want to do that. <laughs> they be wanting to fight and rape. I'm, I'm not cool with that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> don't think prisons like that in South, South Korea. Korea. <laughs> well, apparently not. They're doing it all the time. That's I mean, I've, insane, I've heard dude. homeless people that do minor crimes to get off the streets for the night, like in cold winters. Sure. Do dumb shit. I, I, can, I can understand that. But that's kind of what I'm talking about, even. To get was, out of work? <laughs> to, like, 
just take a vacation from everyday life. They're just like, you know, fuck this. I'm going to prison tonight. Or I'm going to jail. <laughs> Dude, if your life is so bad that you feel like you need to go to jail to, to escape, I for you to make well, some changes. Well, it says in your here life. that most South Koreans, uh, South Koreans work on average in the year uh, 2017, 2,024 hours. And that the. Um, the average hours work per week were between 52 and 68 hours a week. So, you know, they, they work a lot. Um, they said they're, Sounds like an American. Yeah. Um, they said they've raised the minimum wage and cut the cap on working hours, but, you know, it's just people are people are cash-strapped, I guess, or they just stress the fuck out, just like the U.S. You know, you work and work and work, and you can't make it any further. Um, so they feel like after getting their asses kicked, maybe they could just detox and go to prison, not go to jail for the weekend. <laughs> See, here's the thing, though. That, I don't know, maybe people just don't think like me. You go to jail for the weekend, yeah. for a week, whatever, whatever they're doing, and some big-time criminal in jail decides you need to hold on to his outturned pocket. Yeah. Right? And you decide, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and so you get into a fight with this guy. Now, you may be defending yourself. It doesn't matter because you're still going to get charges making your jail stay longer. Meaning this guy, is, if you didn't kill him, is probably going to come after you again making things worse, again, making your charges longer. Again, you you're, talking about, you're talking about the U.S. prison system. I'm and talking so about prison, man. I don't <laughs> think prison is good anywhere. <laughs> He's got a point there. Because yeah. if, you're, if you're ever... <laughs> if you look, dude, Prison think about it. Look, dude, <laughs> you're in jail, right? Yeah. You're in jail for murder and you just caught the rest of your life. You just caught life yeah. for murder, right? And you're just waiting to go to be sent to actual prison. And then there's this dude Dude's just chilling talking out. about how he said works too hard so I committed a minor crime to come to jail and I'll be out at the end of the weekend. Dude, you're not mad? You're not ready to kill this dude? I might be sliding a little bit. Like, you know, what the fuck are you doing in my cell? I, Playing I, too I many don't know. games, man. I don't know what the setup is. Jail is jail. Now, you know, maybe they got a little bit more luxury. I know the U.S. it sucks. Jail and prison sucks. You don't want to go there, all right? People will touch your butt. Don't do it. <laughs> oh man, uh, we're coming up on our last article here. This is pretty interesting. Um, this is out of Germany. A German teenager loses his driver's license after 49 minutes. Of he, had his, he had his license for 49 minutes. 49 fucking minutes. Well done. Dang. Um, <laughs> <laughs> says 
An 18-year-old was returning from a successful driving test when officers in the town checked his car with a laser speed gun. He was clock traveling twice the speed limit. He was doing uh, 60 mile per hour in a 30 mile per hour zone. Jesus. Uh, and since it's Europe, let's go ahead and say 95 kilometers per hour in a 50 kilometer per hour zone. Um, something. Uh, what'd you say? I feel gayer now. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, uh, the police officer who wrote the ticket said, "Some things last for other. Some things last forever. Others not for an hour." So. Um, <laughs> The young man had four friends in the car with him. Um, he said that possibly that he was trying to impress his friends. Uh, instead, now he faces a head. I mean, isn't the Autobahn in Germany? <laughs> Couldn't he have gone there? There to do it. I don't know how that works in Germany. Uh, it's like prison in Korea. I don't know how it works. <laughs> uh, he has been formally banned for four week, weeks. Uh, from his license and can only get it back after expensive retraining. He also faces a 200-pound fine uh, and two points on his license once it's restored and a probationary period as a new driver lengthened from two years to four. I mean, Jesus, 49 fucking minutes, man. You get your license for 49 minutes and they're like, nah, turns out you're not that good. Give it back. That's fucked up. I don't know All I know we're... is neither one of us can really talk. I mean, yeah, we're knowing what yeah. we've done. Sure, sure. But in the U.S. And just got lucky not to get caught. In the U.S., I don't know how that works here versus there. Maybe it's because he's a kid. He lost his license on a first offense. Even though it was within an hour, he lost his license on a first offense. Here, it takes you a couple of offenses for them to actually yank your license or did they just yank I, I think it's because of his age I, I here if you're doing over 15 they can take your license right then right if they catch you going over 15 miles an hour it's a reckless no? but I don't know I know it's a reckless but they but could they, take at court they could take it okay well so yeah that's it so it's the same thing here he was going too far too much over the speed limit for and they yanked it and that's that well, there you go Calm down, children. You got no place else to go. Just chill. You ain't got you got the autobahn. Why are you doing it in the school zone? You know? For real. I, mean, I don't I don't know that it was a school zone. I just said that. It but, was, it was you know, probably a school zone. It was probably a school uh, zone, yeah. Yeah. Um, but forty nine fucking minutes, that that's pretty good. I wonder if that's I wonder if that's Guinness book. You know? I feel like uh it should be a record. He might want to submit it just so that he got something yeah. out of the whole thing. <laughs> Maybe he gets a little plaque or something like that. Says, you know, I had my license for 49 minutes. Uh, but pretty cool. Interesting stuff. <coughs> All right. Well, so there you go, guys. Waste another hour with us at the Go Juice Extravaganza. We had so much fun. People, uh, We talked about spaghetti, ate spaghetti. Um you know, Fallout, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, we talked way too long about Fallout. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm thinking we need to make a, a a gaming news day that we do. Yeah, maybe do a separate gaming news situation. Yeah. I don't know. You have to talk it out, think it out, set up a meeting. You know, have your people contact my people about the people. 
and the situation, and we'll uh, work stuff out. Um, yeah. My dog's looking at me like, I need to go take a shit. So there you have it. I got to go pick up. I got to go work. So yeah. Drink your juice. (laughs) (laughs) Raymond, do your thing, bro. Don't go to jail for nothing and be in there with Big Tommy. And if you are, just drink your juice. Don't toss. Don't toss no salad. I mean, later. (laughs) Did you just say, I mean, it depends on the salad. prison tj oh i know it's not gonna be any good salad in prison you're right yeah all right i gotta go are we done